If you would, open your Bibles to the Gospel of Matthew, chapter 11. You know, I should have, in honor of Missy, being this being our anniversary, I should have preached on patience today. But <laughs> But if you would open your Bibles to Matthew, chapter 11. And today we'll be looking at verses 28 through 30. Now, how many of us like rest? You know, on a Saturday afternoon, you like taking a nap. Or vacation from our job. Going to watch a movie and... You know, when you're at that movie for an hour and a half or so, you just... You don't have to worry about anything because you're focused on that movie. And you have sort of a distraction during that time. You know, we all like rest. Yet, when you look at the rest that we enjoy, it's fleeting. It doesn't last. You know, the movie's going to end. The the vacation will end. The nap will end. Everything that we do for rest will end. But we need rest that will last. And the rest that will last only comes from one place, and that is Jesus Christ. Look at Matthew chapter 11, verses 28 through 30. 
It's written, Come unto me, all ye that are weary and laden, and I will ease you. Take my yoke on you, and learn of me, that I am meek and lowly in heart, and ye shall find rest unto your souls. For my yoke is easy, and my burden light. Let's go to the Lord in prayer. Our most gracious and loving Father, Lord, as we come before you, just ask your blessings upon the reading of your word. Lord, we just thank you for this day that you have given us, just this beautiful day where we could come and worship. And Lord, I just pray that you would be with us today as we worship together. Just give us just an understanding of your word, illuminate your word for us, Lord, through your Holy Spirit, and help us just to understand what we hear today and help us just to apply it in our daily walk. And Lord, I just pray that you would be with those that could not make it today, those that may be sick and shut in, those that have lost loved ones, those that may be traveling. We just pray, Lord, that you would just be with each one. And Lord, again, we just thank you for all the blessings that you've given us. And Lord, as we go into this week of Thanksgiving, we're just reminded of everything that you have done for us and everything that you continue to do for us, and we're just thankful for these things. And again, Lord, I just pray that you would be with us today. If there's anyone here that doesn't know you as Lord and Savior, I pray that you would speak to their hearts. And Lord, I just pray that you would just bind down Satan and let him have no part of this service. We just ask this in your son's precious and holy name, Jesus Christ. Amen. Now, the first thing that we see in this verse is an invitation. Jesus invites us. He says, come unto me. So we see this great invitation, yet there is a stipulation. Now look at what the stipulation is in this verse. He says, all ye that are weary and laden. All ye that are weary and laden. So Jesus invites those who are weary and laden. So who are those people that are weary and laden? Now if we look back at the people that Jesus was speaking to, we see the Jews. Now what made the Jews weary and laden? Well, they were weary and laden with the burden of the law and the traditions of the law that the Pharisees had added. You know, the law is a burden. But they were also weary and laden with the burden of sin. That also weighed them down. But when we look at what Jesus does for us, Jesus frees us from the burden of the law with the new covenant in his blood. So we have that from Jesus Christ. So who are the weary and laden? You know, what other burden do we bear? You know, because of our knowledge of the law, we're burdened by the law, aren't we? If we know the law and we know of the law, we're under the law. We're under that burden. But only through Jesus Christ can we be free from that 
But there's also another burden we bear that coincides with the law, and that is the burden of sin. Sin is a burden to us. So we, like the Jews, are under the burden of the law if we don't have Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior, and we're also under the burden of sin. So Jew and Gentile are together in this. We have the same burden. So sin makes us weary and heavy laden. Now, think about something. Think about all the things that sin does to us. What does sin do to us? Sin curses us. Because of sin, we're under a curse. Sin infects our lives like a virus that we can't get rid of. I mean, it infects us. It infects the entire world. And it's something that we can't get rid of. And we see the effects of it all around us. You know, if you look at someone who has the flu, you can tell they have the flu. The same is true with sin and what it does to the world. We see the effects all around us. I mean, think about what sin has done. Because of sin, Adam and Eve were cast out of the Garden of Eden. Because of sin, God destroyed the entire earth with a flood. Because of sin, God gave us his law, which placed a burden on us. The burden of the law. And what does the law do? Can the law make us righteous? No. What the law did is it pointed out sin. It told us exactly what sin was. And gave us that knowledge. But along with that knowledge came what? Penalty. As ascribed by the law. The wage of sin is what? Death. According to the law. So because of sin, those who die without Jesus Christ, those who who die in sin, they are punished in hell and then in the lake of fire for eternity. That's what sin does. But think about something else that sin does. Because of sin, God sent his son into the world to die for us. Because of sin, God sent his son to die on the cross. So sin is a destroyer. Sin infects. Sin makes us weary and heavy laden. So when Jesus invites us to come unto him, and then he says, all ye that are weary and heavy laden, that invitation is to all of us. Because without Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior, we are weary and heavy laden under the burden of what? First, the law, then under the burden of sin. It weighs us down. 
Think about something else. Think about the last time you fell to a temptation and you sinned against God. How did that make you feel? Did you feel good? I hope nobody felt good when they did that. How did you feel? You felt bad. You felt guilt. You felt a burden. You felt weighed down. Weary and laden with the burden of that sin. Because of what it does to what? What it does to our conscience. What it does to our relationship with God. Sin is a destroyer. And when we fall into sin as a Christian, what does it do? It damages our relationship with God. And we feel that. So what happens when we fall to temptation? We feel bad. We feel sick that we fell to the temptation and sin. We don't feel uplifted. We feel burdened by that sin. Under the weight of that sin and under the weight of what? Guilt. Sin, when we fall into sin, it makes us feel guilty. Why? Because we have violated a law. We have violated a law. So sin, the burden of sin, weighs us down... Yet, Jesus Christ frees us from the burden and weariness of sin. He frees us from it. True rest, so when we look at rest, true rest comes through Jesus Christ. It comes through Jesus Christ. And here we have Jesus giving us an invitation giving this invitation to all who are weary and heavy laden and he will give us rest. So what is the purpose of this invitation? Jesus tells us that he will ease us or give us rest. So true rest comes from Jesus Christ. Rest from the weariness and burden of sin. Rest from the weariness and burden of the law. Now, how does he do this? Have you ever really stopped to think about how Jesus gives us rest? How he does this? When, right before Jesus was crucified... What did they do? They had the Last Supper. Now during the Last Supper, what did Jesus say? He said, this is the new covenant in my blood. The new covenant. So what did Jesus do into this new covenant? Jesus fulfilled the law. 
Only Jesus could fulfill every requirement of the law. Therefore, only Jesus could give us a new covenant apart from the law. And what was that new covenant? Once we receive him as our Lord and Savior, we are freed from the burden of the law. He forgives us of our sin and we fulfill the law through him. So why are we no longer under the burden of the law, as Paul says? Because we are freed from it through Jesus Christ. He frees us from the burden of the law. So once we receive him as Lord and Savior, we fulfill the law through him. Therefore, he gives us rest from the weariness and burden of the law. That's the first thing he does. Second, we are freed through his blood. When he shed his blood on the cross, what did he do? He became our sacrificial lamb according to the law. He shed his blood and then once we receive him as our Lord and Savior, it's like we take the blood of Jesus Christ and we go into the temple and we sprinkle that blood on the mercy seat. And we have forgiveness of our sins and forgiveness from the burden of sin. All sin, past, present, and future because he fulfills the requirement for the perfect sacrifice under the law. Yet, there is something that we must look at. Look at verses 29 and 30, what he says. Take my yoke. Take my yoke on you and learn of me that I am meek and lowly in heart and you shall find rest unto your souls for my yoke is easy and my burden light. To have this rest, we must take his yoke. We must take his burden. Now what is the burden that Christ places on us? Does anybody know? What's the burden he puts on us? Because he does put a burden on us. You can't say, well, Brother Jeff, he doesn't put a burden. Yes, he does. The burden that he places on us is the commands that he gives us. All the commands that we find in the New Testament, the words of Christ, everything that he says to us, his commands, that's his burden. What was one of his burdens? Love one another as I've loved you. What's another one of his burdens? Go into all the world and teach all nations. What's another of his burdens? You know, in the New Testament, he repeated the Ten Commandments, which summarized what? The entire law. 
So another one of his burdens is the law. But it's the law through Christ. His burden is light, as he said. Because he fulfills the law. So we fulfill the law through him. So when we receive him and let him into our hearts, we must obey him. That's his burden. We must obey what he says. But then when you think about it, does he say that he's going to give us something that we can't handle? Or will he give us something according to our abilities? His burden is based on our ability to handle it. He's not going to give us something that we can't handle. But then likewise, if you look at it, look at what he says in verse 29. He says, take my yoke. He's asking us to take it. He's not forcing it on us. He will not give us his burden by force. We must take it from him and then place it on ourselves. Now, how do we do that? We do that by receiving him as our Lord and Savior. When we receive him as our Lord and Savior, we take his burden and we place it on us. He's not going to force it. But what happens if we reject his burden? We've rejected him. Thus we retain the burden of the law and being under the law and we retain the burden of sin and when we die we're punished according to the law by eternity in hell. Only Jesus can give us rest. And we have rest by taking his burden. Rest for our souls. Now we all like rest. We all like vacations. We like to get away. But again, all of that is fleeting. True rest comes from Jesus Christ. The rest that lasts. The rest that only he can give. Only Jesus can give us rest for our souls and he did this by shedding his blood, dying on the cross for us, and fulfilling the law. And his resurrection proves that he can give us rest. All we must do is believe on him. Receive him and take his burden, and we'll have rest for our soul. Let's stand for prayer. Our most gracious and loving Father, Lord, as we come before you, just thank you, Lord, for your word. I thank you, Lord, that we can just learn from it. And Lord, I just pray that you would just be with us as we go in this time of invitation. Lord, I just pray that you would just continue to speak to hearts and help us, Lord, just to look to you for all things. We just ask this in your Son's precious and holy name, Jesus Christ. Amen.